Hello and welcome to the Stelvio Auto Show. I'm Sean Smith and I'm joined by Sam Green. Hello there. The one, the only, that I know. Simply the, simply the best, yes. <laughs> Sam, Formula One starts at the time people were hearing this today. Yeah, at the time we're recording it, tomorrow. Yeah, we're so prepared. <laughs> um, so, new cars, new season, new rule set, new everything really apart from yeah. some drivers but we're going to go through all the cars that uh, we've seen and we and, we're, and we're going to give them a critical review and decide where they're going to finish in the championship based on their launch images more or less <laughs> yeah pretty much, pretty much. so we're the, here here we also today we're going to have to def we're going to literally define the grid so everyone be ready to place your bets at the end we're uh, going to come back to this at the end of the season a hundred percent in fact, what we should have done is um, corresponded notes for how we think the uh, the order will be, but we didn't do that. So we're just going to do it alpha. We're just going to do it alphabetically. <laughs> okay. Who's first? Is it Alpha Tower or Alpha Romeo? <laughs> I'm going to leave that up to you, Sean. Alpha. Well, let's, I call them Sal Romeo. So, um, the team formerly known as Minardi. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's Alpha Tower with the ATO three. Um, they have unveiled a car. Which is more than could be said for some teams. <laughs> it's um, yes, it's not the most daring launch photo I've I've seen in in the last fifteen, sixteen years of watching F one. No, I mean I didn't actually. I tried to watch most of the launches because a lot of them are live streamed now on YouTube or on Sky or whatever. Um, so I tried to watch most of them. Alpha Tauri's happened so quickly that I missed it. It was genuinely <laughs> about three minutes long. Was it just uh, a very small slideshow? It was not even that. It was some models wearing Alpha Tauri clothing and then some pictures of the car, um, by all accounts. So, keeping it simple. Ah. But to be fair, there's That's... something to be said for that because for half of Ferrari's, Mattia Bonotto was speaking Italian and I couldn't tell what he was saying. <laughs> uh, but you speak fluent uh, languages, Sam. Yeah, yeah, I do speak fluent. If he, if he said it in French, oh yeah, absolutely fine. Yeah. Different different story entirely. Yeah. Um, Alpha Tauri in all of the languages apart from Italian. Right, sure. Yeah. Donde esta? Muy bien. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so the Alpha Tauri, uh, we have privateered as a Linus Tech Tips like to call pirating. Um, the images given to it, given to the world by uh, Craig Scarborough or Scarbs Tech on Twitter or is it Instagram? I don't know. It's on. I think he's that on both. But yeah, Craig Scarborough on Instagram um, has been very, very helpful. Yes. You know, after each launch, has gone through and just done a little annotation of each of the cars of the, the key points. So we're going to be basing a lot of our observations on those. Or, um, or we'll completely ignore that and talk about something else. Because yes. we're because we are you know independent and all that. Anyway, yep. the ATO three, uh, I think it's the worst looking Alpha Tower so far. <laughs> In terms of the livery. Yeah, I think the livery they couldn't make their mind up really, could they? I really liked last year's. I, I thought the car looked really good. I like the first year's one. Yeah, well, you're wrong. <laughs> um, this one is kind of half and half, isn't it? It's like they couldn't decide which they preferred, so they just did a bit of both. Hmm. It seems uh, obviously a launch, a digitally made photo image, is not the same as when the car is on track with the lights and that sort of thing beaming down on it. That's, um, that's a key thing to remember with this one as well: is we didn't actually see a physical car; we hmm. saw a digital version of it. Um, so this this is purely speculative of what they've actually released to the world at the moment. Yeah, and this one it's it's quite flat. The the, the tone, at least of the. Of the, of the Colours are quite flat and dull and meh. Yeah, matte, navy blue and white, really. Isn't yeah, but let's uh, let's talk about Scarborough's points because that's the most interesting thing if we can talk about it. Um, I think the side pods are actually quite interesting. Yeah, a few teams have got this, haven't they? A really, really high, small entry to the side pods. Ferrari sort of um, had this a few years ago um, with, I think it was the SF19 or whatever they called it. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting because obviously it's it's where cars have started channeling the air between the wheels and the chassis, 
uh, and it's trying to get the air into the side pods through there but it's it's yeah it's it's an odd design being that high but also um like through the general streamline is try and keep it as small an opening as possible it's like there's just nothing below it now because there's no barge boards anymore that, Thankfully. that space yeah but that space would have been taken up by the barge boards wouldn't it below mm. the side pod there's nothing there now so it just it does look a little bit odd um i don't dislike it i think it looks quite cool but it does look a bit odd yeah i mean it's a cynic might say it looks a bit like a formula recar from that that particular angle and that and yeah. zoomed in that much <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah i don't know it's mm. push rod suspension let's talk about that yeah sam so do, do you want to give do you, do you want to tell us what this push rod suspension yeah. is and i'll uh i can go, i can if go you on, want go on then double if i'm correct so push rod um is essentially when the suspension is uh all intents and purposes hung from a center spring um, so, for example, if you were to lift the car up and it was really softly sprung, the wheels would tuck in at the bottom because they're hanging down. Uh, whereas a push rod would do the opposite. Um, so it's a slightly different approach, and there's two variations. A few teams have done each each idea, really. Well, it's it's often a um, depending on different rule sets and aero regs and whatever. Teams seem to flip flop between the two. They have done for the last ten or more years. Yeah, um, it's definitely either push or pull rod is clearly the <laughs> one. Of, uh, one of the two is definitely better. It just, it just yes. we, we don't find out necessarily straight away which one is is the best. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I mean, this this is how desperate we are to talk about the Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> low, the low nose. That's that's um, we again. We don't know if that's actually true because it's a um, a CG car and it's probably based a lot on the um, the show car. Yeah. But, uh, meh, let's move on. <laughs> Unless you've got anything yeah, else to say elsewhere. No, I think that's, there's not a lot you can say about this one because it is a CG car. There's not a physical photo yet, so we don't know. Okay. Uh, just for sake of argument, let's now go to Sauber Romeo. Yes. Well, this one, interestingly enough, was one of the first cars we actually saw on track. Yep. Even though technically their launch isn't till the next week. Hmm. Yes, that's um. I don't get why they're doing that. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Like, why? How? Why can you have a car launch after the first test? Well, technically, um, technically, as I found out through um, Sky F1 on YouTube, that uh, this test this week in Spain is not a test. Right. It's called right. the. Sh it's called the shakedown. Right. Okay. Even, even though it's three days long. Um, as pre-season yes but it's called the shakedown because bahrain bought the rights to uh ex have exclusive opening stuff to the formula one season this year right okay so pre-season testing is at bahrain yes is what I'm saying but the pre-season the pre-pre-season yeah that's a that's a category. the shakedown which which you know it sounds cool but it doesn't actually mean anything so <laughs> yeah um but yeah the the alfa romeo Again, we've got push rod on the front and the rear. Yeah, that's different so to the AlphaTauri, which is pull rod at the back. Yes. Um, so pull rod is, like I said, the opposite. Um, it's a fairly zoomed in, slightly grainy photo that we've got from when they've shaken the car down at Fiorano. Um, but again, we've got the undercut side pods. They look a lot bigger at the front. The opening looks larger. Yeah, the in the inlet is a lot bigger than the Avataris, and also it uh, angles much further to the uh, to where the T tray would be, or what's it called, the batwing sort of area. Yeah, um, so it's sort of more of a triangle opening, I suppose, as well, isn't it? Rather than being square. It's a classical opening, yeah. Yeah, um, very similar kind of nose front wing attachment by the looks of it. But again, fairly difficult to say from, from this one, but we'll see. I'm just looking at the airbox. Um, because, again, just using the grainy picture we've got at the minute, it looks like they've got a, uh, a quite funky airbox. Yeah, it's kind of, it's almost split, isn't it? Well, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. Is, is it like the old, was it the Mercedes W01 or W02 that had a split airbox back in 2010? I, I don't remember to be totally honest, but oh. I know what you mean. I've seen them before, um, but it looks quite interesting, doesn't it? 
Yeah. Of course, I think Sa I think Sauber did it as well not too long ago. Um, let's go to images. This is live. People were looking on the uh, the Google. <laughs> it does have a split airbox. Ooh, exciting. So that's an interesting feature. Yeah, you don't see that very often, but the only reason you ever do is for basically lowering sensor gravity. Uh, yes, true. That's the only reason. But it's not a... There's nothing up there. There's only carbon fibre and basically tunnelling. There's it's, it's air mostly up there. So, I don't know, maybe... Maybe it's... Because um, the Ferrari hasn't got this, has it? No, well, it... Well, all I'm thinking is maybe that has something to do with crash structure. Mm -hmm. um, is that maybe they've they've had to adjust it slightly for uh, for the, where the crash structure for the roll is. Hoop. For, yeah, the actual roll hoop, which mm. I think would probably be that blade in the middle, presumably. Yes, that than the sort of that'd be what, yeah, that'd it. be the main structure. Would be the beam down the centre, but, but uh, and that that's that, weird. As much as anything, that could be something weird, like the fact that Bottas is taller than Guan Yu Zhou. Yeah, but that wouldn't make sense, like. would it? Because then, if that was the case, they would have um, have it really high up. Well, that's what I mean. But if if the, the intake plenum and everything is kind of that's already made, then hmm. maybe that was kind of a little bit of a bodge for Sa the shakedown. Sauber did do something very similar back in 2019. Okay, um, so maybe it is then. Yeah. It does look very low though, because that almost, like the picture I'm looking at, it almost looks like it could be obscured slightly by the top of the halo. Hmm. Like it looks that low. And 2018. I don't know. That's. I mean, Sa Sauber know what they're doing. They've been around long enough. Well, that's know. true. It, that is true. It, it'll be, yeah, that'll be um, an interesting one. Terrible livery. <laughs> yeah, I mean this this weird camo testing livery, isn't it? But um, but I can only assume that's what they mean by they're launching after this shakedown. But that's so. the thing is that Sauber may have done actually quite nice testing liveries recently. Like they did the Valentine's Day one last year, year before. That was yeah, that was lovely, wasn't it? Black and sort of dark. Red, yeah, dark it? alpha red. Yeah. Um, but uh, this, one, this one's rubbish. Like winter camos. Yeah, I saw one picture where somebody had um, just photoshopped a load of Robert Kubitz's face onto all the little <laughs> camo things. I'll put I'll put that as the main uh, the main picture you know for what? the article. I would I'd actually appreciate them doing that. I think that would be quite funny. It would. If but they had done that. The Swiss the Swiss don't have sense of humours. Well, maybe. So I don't maybe. think that's going to happen. Um, again, the Alpha. It's you can't tell a lot because of the camo, but it's also it's not particularly exciting. It's a back, it's a quote unquote back of the grid sort of team. There's very little limited they'll be able to do. Not sure. It's, it's kind of it's what we were expecting from these cars. But yeah. That's about it. It's very safe. Yes. Yeah, I would agree. Unlike. Uh, I, I, sorry. Yeah. Go on. I don't think the the the. The uh, the bodywork as well. That doesn't seem to go back very far. I don't know if it's just the picture that I'm looking at. Yeah, it does seem but that the the rear. Yeah, it does seem like the gearbox section and the rear wing is further back than you would expect. Oh no, you're talking about the engine cover. Uh, yeah, that yeah, is that is quite. It's, it's, like it's chopped off almost. Isn't yeah, it? you were talking about the um, the suspension arms. Yeah, that, yeah. that, that is weird. Okay. It, I mean, it might just be the camo. That stops there and no, the you can you can see it's not it's not coming through the um, the suspension joints. Yeah, so that's that's intriguing. I mean, they've got a little bit of a uh, shark thing going on here. They do, which I'm happy to see. Um, I don't know, maybe I suppose it just depends on how they're happy with the turbulence of the air when it gets to that stage. If it's quite slick by that point, and they when it gets to the diffuser and anywhere yeah, else, it, it's it's why waste material. Yeah, could be. Yeah, could be that. Weird. So yeah, as I say, pretty safe choice. Unlike the next car, the Aston Martin. Yes. Which now, this I... was actually one of the first. It was the first. the first. The first proper car reveal that we saw as well. Because the Haas didn't Despite count. Red Bull. Haas didn't count. Red Bull also unveiled a livery. After telling everybody, just to make it clear, Haas at least said it's a livery reveal. Hmm. Red Bull were like, no, it's a proper car, and then it was just the show car with their paint on. Which <laughs> uh, really, really disappointing. It's a proper show car. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um, 
But, oh, I don't know. I think the Aston, though, looks very, very cool. It's fantastic. It's really, really nice. It's the I love delivery. I think it's the best looking car on the grid. I think you could be right. I think you could well be right. Um, I just think, yeah, it looks fantastic. It's the, the only... No... It's the nose. It's the fact that it's got yeah. a defined nose wing rather than this sort of blobby section that Alpha, for, for example, have. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, and I really like as well, the thing that I think is quite cool about this one is the way that bottom element of the wing is actually hung. The front wing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have, like most of the teams have done, a kind of... The, the top, in this case, three elements are sort of merged into the nose of the car, mm -hmm. which is quite... That's, a lot of teams have done that, but then the bottom element is only its own thing hung from the second one, which I think is very cool. It's also gone back to the sort of 2008 style where they have the dip in the centre. Yeah. Which, yeah, I, which I'm very happy to see. I've, I've always preferred those designs. Uh, again, that will be entirely due to how the Aston want to feed their diffuser with the big Venturis underneath the car now. Um, they, they obviously feel that they can get more air coming in between the first and second element than they can through other means. Yes. Um, and I think it's interesting to note as well, as you're moving slightly further back mm -hmm. on the car, so we've got push rod at the front, suspension, um, which we've spoken about with the previous ones, and then the, the side pod inlets. So these are interesting because there's two sections. Mm. So there's a rounder section on the outside and then the square section on the inside. Um, so correct. On Scarborough's picture, it says plus fake side inlet. So the second one is not real. Yeah, well, this is what I mean. We don't really know where that one leads to or what it does. Hmm. It, uh, so one interesting point about the different cars is that we've seen on the Aston, and we will see on a couple of other cars, the uh, the shark gills are back along the um, along the side pod on the top surface. Yeah. Um, yeah. Aston have a lot of them. Um, so they really do. So it's, they also have a lot of side pod. They do. It's, uh, my brother correctly said before this podcast that uh, the Aston is a bit fat, <laughs> which is, it, you know, it's fair, but... It's a it shape, isn't it? It it's, is. I mean, we've seen... When did Red Bull start doing their Coke bottle design? Like 2010-ish? Yeah, and like, since then, generally speaking, Formula 1 cars have been getting even more Coke bottle shaped mm. of just really, really narrow at the back it, whereas this is actually quite sort of plump and again you wouldn't think this is um, an engine packaging thing that Aston are doing because it's obviously just a Mercedes stock part um, yeah. in the, in the yeah. back of that car um, maybe they're doing something very very trick tricksome with the uh, diffuser that's the only thing I can think of or, yeah. or they've compromised their cooling further in front of the car and are trying to basically gather and spool up air in that rear section. That's my best guess. What if what they're trying to do to sort of feed the rear wing a little bit? What turbocharger is that? Uh, yeah. So that fake inlet mm. is then allowing air through the shark fins, uh, the gills, mm. should we call them, to sort of make a make oh, a pressure difference. Name? Yeah, make a little pressure difference and like um. Ah, oh, I cannot remember the phrase now, but you know, like a thin layer of air running quickly along the edge, uh, trailing along edge, along the, uh, the surface on the surface. I yeah. can't remember what it's called. We see the vortices, see the vortices, or it's tra trailing edge, or something like that. Yeah, whatever it is, I think it's trying to direct more air, more um, linearly towards the rear wing, maybe. Possibly. I mean, yeah. It's I think it's definitely an air trick. I don't think it's anything to do with the powertrain. I don't think it'll be cooling either because they start so far forward. I mean, it could be cooling, but you'd, I'd be quite worried if they needed all that, that many. Yeah, to cool a Mercedes I mean, engine. It starts nearly in line with the driver's head. Yeah. So I don't know what they're cooling that far up. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Look. I mean, there's at least 15 slots in this, just on yeah. one side. 
And then, and maybe maybe they won't use all of them at every race. Maybe they'll blank some of them off for some of the cooler races and open them up for warmer races. It's possible. Know, but yeah. But um, and we're seeing a, a tropic spec, a, a single tropic spec or, or something where it's really really hot and they've got to get the car cooled down. Maybe, but I mm. don't know. The Aston, you can see when you look below the. Uh, the back section of the side pod you can sort of see it ramping up where the diffuser has taken over um, yeah, it's a much it's huge it's huge yeah They're massive um, which because, is exactly what we thought was going to be the case oh it's a it's a ground effect car you can see you can see what the air is going to do because they've cause yeah. the way they've contrasted that photo you can see the top plane of the uh, diffuser and yes. it's yeah it's very obvious what Aston are doing is they're following the air from the uh, split section under under the nose and then round the side pod and then they've got this wing just in front of the rear wheel um, but the diffuser then sort of splits so they're obviously trying to push the air away around the wheel but also put the push pump the air through that little channel into the rear wing and probably the top of the diffuser they, they wouldn't surprise me if they have a monkey a monkey seat um, yeah, rear, wing, rear wing yeah I think you might be right I think these wings have got um that's the sort of base base element lower down, haven't they? Yeah. Just behind the suspension, a lot of them. So it may not be sort of the little monkey seat we've seen above exhaust mm. before, but I think there's something similar to that. Um, they, they might have a gurney flap there. It's possible. It could well do, yeah, for an extra bit of extra yeah. downforce. Um, um, they've also got a slightly step nose, which I'm very happy to see because I love step noses. <laughs> I think they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, is that something to do with the push rod, do you think? Yes. Just that yes, that'll, that'll definitely be to do with the suspension packaging. Yeah, um, it, yeah. I think it's definitely the best looking car on the grid. Yeah, without doubt. Delivery's fantastic. I mean, now they haven't got BWT, they've got rid of the pink. Good. And I think the yellow, the yellow just suits the car so much better. Um, and they've changed the shade of green a little bit. I think it looks a bit more vibrant now. Yeah, than... more green. Yeah. <laughs> it's slowly morphing into the silver Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's about uh, I forgot about Alpine because I was like I keep calling them Renault. They're actually before yes. before Aston alphabetically. But seeing as you mentioned BWT, let's talk about the A522, which is the most boring name of the on, on the grid. It does sound like a road or um, or a printer. Yes, or a printer. Um, now this was actually only unveiled yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday for us as we record. So that was and we Monday. Knew that they, yeah, uh, and we know that. BWT was coming on board with them, so we were pretty sure we were going to see pink on the car. Mm -hmm. um, I actually don't mind the blue and the pink. Nope. I think that looks quite good. It's okay. It's better than last year's car, which was not... My brother liked it. I didn't like it. I, yeah, I quite like it. I think it's good. I think this one, you know, has a bit... It's not as clashing as another livery we'll get to in a moment, but uh, yeah, it's 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 Okay. What's not okay is this because <laughs> Renault, sorry, Alpine were the <laughs> the last ones to release their livery, but they they were so late they thought, ah, oh, sorry, you can have two at the same time. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so they've unveiled a flipped one, which is just all pink, basically. Well, it's not flipped, um, then, is it? There's no, there's no basically not. no blue on it, so it's not flipped. <laughs> um, which is it just looks like the uh, like Force India the racing point. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it looks, I just, luckily, it's only for two races. Yeah, I think they're only doing it at Bahrain and Saudi, I think, aren't they? Whatever the first two races are. Yeah, that's those. Um, and then they'll go back to the blue, which is... Better. It looks good. It looks much better. Interesting stuff about the Alpine. They've sort of kept their nose from last year. It's very similar, isn't it? Hmm. Um, and they've also got the hung bottom element, like yep. the Aston Martin, which is good. Yep. Um... The, let's see what else. What other notes have we got? There's not a lot they of got, notes on this one. No, I think there's been not much time as much as anything. Very. Um, oh, I've just seen their side pods. I've not actually checked the Alpine very much um, since yesterday, but that's a very distinctive side pod and gills uh, design. Yes. Now this is another way to do it, I think, isn't it? Because it almost slopes right back down. Yeah. On the top edge. But stays sort of the same sort of size around the side. Have a and look at Sam. Look at the look at the front of the side pod. How where the BWT logo is. How that's um, the chamfer angle that's on there. It's very sharp. Yeah, it is. It's really really tucked in at the front. It's a very very small narrow 
opening. That's a risk, um, what they're doing there. That's a risk because if having the top of the side pod so much further forward than the lower helmets, if they get their aero slightly wrong further forward on the car, that could miss a lot of air coming into the side pod. Yeah, and then they're just going to get the over overheating. They'll get overheating, less power, um, probably less downforce because they won't have that air to channel around the rest of the car. That's a big risk. It is a very big risk, and I would say that maybe the gills on the side of this one are more to do with cooling, uh, eating. Mm. Yeah. Now they're in a different position to the Aston Martin as well, aren't they? They're much more on sort of the side of where the yeah. power unit. Yeah, they're where you from. expected them to be back in like 2008. That's where they were located. Yeah, so they're sort of just before where the gearbox would be starting, which is obviously therefore mm -hmm. the power unit phase. Um, yeah, I think that might be a car that's possibly going to run quite hot. I mean, well, no, maybe, maybe Renault found themselves uh, about 200 horsepower and they need to cool those ponies down. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Or they're using some sort of liquid nitrogen to cool it. That's pot that is, well, I mean, you know, um, maybe they're using the, um, uh, the min what's it called? What's BWC? What do they actually make? It's, it's some sort of water product, but I couldn't remember it, so it's, so it's not a very good joke. No, the tap water. Just it's, it's not tap water. <laughs> it's like mineral shit, isn't it? No, they aren't. They? I thought they were like Thames, Thames water for me. <laughs> no, I didn't think it was possible water. Really? They're like a water board, aren't they? Well, in that case, they're earning way too much money to be sponsoring F1 teams. Really? Um, yeah, the Alpine is okay. Mere, as the French might say. It could be mered, you never know. Well, it's coming first race. Know. We'll see. There's, uh, a, there's a lot of teams beginning with A, aren't there? I just realised. <laughs> there is. Um, what's the next letter? M? No, F. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, hang on. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah, okay. Um, F. The Ferrari F1 75, which. Which again. Makes no sense. Nope. Well, it does, but it's their 75th year of. Is it existing or Formula One? I think it's Formula One, isn't it? 1950. Um, no, it can't be Formula One. It must be them existing. It must be their anniversary then. Okay, fair enough. Right. So this this is the the fun stuff. So back when I was watching F1 at 2006, they called it the F248, which stood for 2.4 liter V8. Okay, pretty cool, because it's the first year of the V8s. Yeah. Before that, uh, and after that, they had F and then the year, so F2004, F2007, F2008, etc. So that was pretty self-explanatory. Then they got to 2009, F60. Okay, bit odd. Then 2010 comes along, the F10. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then the uh, F150, not the pickup truck. Um, yeah, didn't Paul try to sue them? Yes, they did. That's why, that's why they, they changed it to the... F 150th Italia is what they eventually called it. There we go. But it's the F 150. Um, then in 2012 they had the F 2012. You know, back to normal normality. Yeah. 2013 comes along the F 138. This is me remembering, by the way. I'm not uh, reading this. The F 138 um, for the re I don't know the year 2013 and V8. I think it was. Uh, then the S. Oh, it was, it was a funny one. It was the Fiat. Uh, the F14T, that's it, um, because it's spelled fierce, and it was really, and yeah, that joke did not rub off well with the Italian with a Ferrari. <laughs> that everyone found it so funny. Uh, then 2015, they had something else. But anyway, they get to 2017, the SF70H, then the SF71H, as this this post that I posted on Facebook a while back uh, says. Ah, oh, so the 2019 car will be SF72H. SF 2019 comes along. SF90. All right. Yep. Makes no sense. 2020 SF1000. <laughs> yep. For their thousandth Grand Prix. Yeah. Oh, right. fair enough with that. Yeah. yeah. 2021 comes along. SF21. Completely different name. Name again. Uh, yep. So 2022 will be the SF22. SF1-75. <laughs> yep. Totally different once again. Someone. Whoever's in Ferrari's marketing team must be having such a good time. Just trying to. Do you think they're picking names out of a hat? Do you think they have, they have a dartboard and they just sort of like randomly have it, have throw, throw some yeah. throw a dart after like fifteen mus, um, martinis? Maybe that's it. Maybe not martini. Um, Do they not sponsor Ferrari? 
No, I don't think they do. Oh, this one's Aston Martin. Yeah. Oh dear. Okay. Some Estrellas, won't it? Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, Estrella Galicia, which is different. Yeah, true. Um, right, let's move on to the Ferrari, which is, in my opinion, the second best-looking car on the grid, but also, I, really I think, like the most innovative. Yeah, it's definitely the most risky. Well, maybe not risky. It's the biggest. Um, not so, yeah, yeah, surprise. It's the it's most the extreme. For, right yeah. now, I've got an article coming up about the Ferrari. Okay. But I'm not going to spoil it. Um, however, the last three times that Ferrari have gone risky with new rule sets, once it's worked. No, hang on. Yeah, once it's worked. Right, so what you're saying is this is a big, big risk for them. Yeah. To go go hard early. Yeah. But I think it's probably... There's a few weird bits, to be fair, but I think it's generally... It looks great. It looks so good. Actually, thinking about... No, I've rethought it. The last three times Ferrari went risky with a design, it didn't It didn't work. Absolutely. Um, I mean, the, the nose... Should we start looking at the car? Yes. So the nose itself is is odd. It's super thin. Very, very thin. Very pointy as well. Um, and again, the hung uh, bottom element. It's not. Uh, see, it's not, it's, hung, not it's it? not as hung. No, it's just not a big blob like the other cars. It's a very, no. very thin t uh, point. This nose, which yeah. it, it sort of reminds me of the very early '90s Ferraris. Yeah, a little bit. It almost, to be honest, it almost reminded me of, um, you know, when we saw 2016, mm -hmm. and a lot of teams were still running. The, that was a lovely the phallic, car. The phallic nose. Yes. Um, and Mercedes had that really, really thin, normal-looking nose, and it was great. In 16. Um, yeah, I think it was 16. Okay. Pretty sure it was it might be 15. I can't remember. Um, it's definitely hybrid, so yeah. Um, oh no, yeah, you're right. It's 16. They had a pretty normal nose. Yeah, um, and it was kind of the only one on the grid, but it looks really good. This is similar in the fact that it's very, very narrow, quite round, but not bulbous. No. It's quite elegant. Um, a very, very obvious driver cooling vent as mm -hmm. well. Uh, which a lot of the teams have, but because it's kind of half designed into the car, you don't really see it. Yeah. Whereas this is very, very obvious. I mean, you've seen um, this in, you haven't seen this sort of that sort of slotting cars for a long time. No, um, normally, no. it's normally it's hidden underneath or something, or or just not put there at all because drivers don't matter. No, obviously, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what. Actually, what I did, what I did notice with the Aston Martin, which I completely forgot to mention, is that their one is exactly the same shape as the grill on the Vantage. Is it? <laughs> Yes, just tiny. <laughs> um, Brilliant. So that's a nice little little brand thing, um, which probably means they can enter it for GT racing. I'm, I'm well, not yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Uh, at, yeah. at least GT3. Or, uh, yeah, at the very least, like DPI. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Same, thing, really, same basically the um, same thing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the, the back to the Ferrari. Yep. Um, <laughs> I think it's a good car. It looks, it looks pretty good. Um, the sensor-loaded sensor wing. That's what uh, Craig Scarborough has called it on his annotation, which is a, probably about the right name for it, really. Hmm. Um, it's kind of all joined on, but then you've got that hung, the hung elements on the bottom one, but they're still joined to the wing, so I'm not hundred uh, the nose even, so I'm not hundred percent sure on that. My only thinking um, with the Ferrari nose is that they must just be wanting as big a gap to get the air to the diffuser rather than have. Um, channels like other teams are doing it's yes. again it's very odd it's, it's it's good to see that there are different uh design pushing the boat out they're definitely pushing the boat out yeah they? they've just gone for is the, the least surface area in front of the car for the air to be disturbed that's you know which doesn't make sense you know that's how that how it used to work like there i remember the oh was it the mclaren in 2005 2006 that car had an ultra thin front nose um, for a similar sort yep. of reason. Um, let's move further, slightly further back. I, now, the big talking point about the Ferrari is the side pods. Yes. Very, very, very thin, but very wide opening. Hmm. And then a really weird shape. Very weird shape. Now, was it 2013 McLaren that had this sort of weird sculpted 
cyborg. Yeah, but it was almost L-shaped. Yeah. This isn't as ugly as that, but it has got a huge sort of like it looks like a sinkhole uh, behind the sort of midway down where it's got the shark, the uh, shark gills. Yeah, um, and I when, can when, only assume that's something to do with the pressure differentiation. Yeah, it'll be trying to generate more fast flowing air around. Yes, the back of the they'll be they'll be yeah they'll be putting it'll be bringing the air that's I mean it could be the air that's just floating down just to create a pressure difference to sort of suck it down to the back of the car. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested in the very flat side pod at the side. Yeah. It's... Uh, that's that's very interesting because it's basically creating a flat wall, which you don't normally see on side pods. No. Um, but I think maybe they're trying to tie this in with the new wheel covers. Yeah. To keep it linear down the edge of the car. Yeah, that makes sense. Except that wheels turn quite a lot. Very often not yeah, yeah. aren't pointing straight true but because of the surface of that uh, wheel cover is that there is going to be less turbulence isn't there so, yes um, but there's also the floor isn't as intricate as some of the teams here well you say so, that they've got um, as Craig Scarborough pointed out a, um, a hidden double floor vein yes so, so that's just behind um, the front wheels um, in front of the side pods but obviously below them um, to try and gather as much air as possible it's also got Ferrari horns. It does. Which is they've been brought back. Uh, yeah, I like those. They're a good feature. <laughs> they last run those a few years ago. Yeah, I don't think they are. Actually, they might have had them last year. Okay. And the triangular air intake. I yeah, that's that's but that's been around for a little while. Yeah, I do like that. That looks really. Cool. Has it still got a double um, airbox solution? Uh, it's difficult to say from the photos I've seen. Okay. Um, I think they did last year though. Will be interesting to see. Now, mm. Craig's calling this a full shark fin. That's not a full shark fin. That's a half shark fin. A full <laughs> a full shark fin is actually like shark fin shaped. But uh, <laughs> this one, yeah, this one does contour down. With yeah. the with the cover of the engine, doesn't it? It's not. A, I'm not complaining. I like shark it's fins, but it's, that's that's not shark a full shark fin. So Craig, you're wrong. <laughs> but but thank you for the pictures. <laughs> um. This is going to be a huge year for Ferrari. It's massive, isn't it? This is a big, It really big matters. Time. When was the last I mean, time they challenged? In, oh, uh, 2015, 16? They, yeah, 15. Really? No, 16, 16, they didn't, didn't win a race, so it must be 15. So, yeah, realistically, <laughs> since then, the since the aero monster cars that mm. the outgoing rules, they've kind of not really been... Well, 17... They started okay, and 19 they cheated. No, sorry, they didn't. They they um, came to an agreement. <laughs> um, mm, I, I I like this car. I would like it to do well. For more, I, I think I think it, when Ferrari does well, the sport generally does quite well. Hmm. People might not like that. What's that? Oh, I don't know who it's who it was. But a driver or a mechanic of some sort, a, a engineer, has said has said before that everybody's a Ferrari fan, really. <laughs> and oh. I think that's kind of true. Everybody kind of looks at Ferrari and goes, "Wow." Apart from Ron Dennis. But yeah, well, yeah. But I think generally speaking, speaking as fans, we all kind of quite like the way that Ferrari goes about their racing, and the fact that they are Ferrari makes it quite cool. Yeah. And you see it with the drivers as well. Really, they all want to drive a Ferrari at some point in their career, don't they? I think, yeah, it's, it's going to be a big year. But we'll see. Who is next? Oh, yes, um, the Americans. Yes. So, the, the Haas. Yes. VF22. This is an interesting one as well, because they unveiled initially only a livery on the sort of generally seen mock-up of what the cars will look like yep. and it looks pretty underwhelming it's just last year's livery again exactly the same same sponsors there's none really gained or lost um they haven't really got any they've only, then, got, they've only got two sponsors well yeah and one of them's a team owner yeah. <laughs> yeah um and then today they had a shakedown Ooh. and a media a filming day Ooh. so we've seen the actual car it's um, it's very different 
it's completely different. It's nice to see that Haas slash Dallara slash Ferrari have pushed a bit on this car after yeah. was it three or four years of the of the the old Haas. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, this, weirdly, I was talking to my dad about this earlier, and that is essentially the 2018 car. Still, yeah, the four, four-year-old car, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, oh, I don't know, we'll see. We'll see how this one goes. I but mean, you'd like to say it can't do worse. Of, well, that's true. Um, there's quite a lot of cues from Ferrari, isn't there? Hmm. Like, we always know that there's a... There's a connection between Haas and Ferrari yeah. but there's a lot more Ferrari in this car well Haas now have a base at uh, I think it's Modena, could be Fiorano don't remember um, where they're doing a lot of a lot more in-house design um, Delara still make the chassis and have a big part of it but Haas are slowly taking a bit more responsibility yeah um, that, by giving the jobs by, by taking some of Ferrari's engineers to design the car for them yeah <laughs> Um, the thing I don't really get with this, um, if you have a look down at the nose, mm -hmm. you see two sort of chrome yep. elements, which are probably just identification or whatever it is. Um, but there doesn't really seem to be much of a gap between those, between that bottom element and the bottom of the nose. Yeah. Surely that is just stalling out in there. It's either going to be stalling it or it's going to be accelerating the air in a pinch point. Yeah, well, yeah, it's either going to be highly efficient or rubbish. <laughs> but, you know, equally, I guarantee you, you'll get some memes by the end of the week um, with lips put on that car. Well, yeah, it does look like it has a mouth. <laughs> and that it's just a bit disappointed in its own existence. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. If it scores a point, if this cast scores a point, is that a success or a failure? I think it depends on where the next team is. Hmm. If, if they aren't last and they only score one point, I think that's okay. If they are last and the next team only scores two points, then fine. If they're like 20 or 30 points back... If they're getting lapped by everyone, like last year. Yeah, there's a problem there, isn't there? Um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we will see. Haas are kind of a bit of an unknown quantity because in theory they've had longer to develop this car than anybody else because they haven't been developing their other cars. Hmm. Um... But, I don't know. We'll see. But it is nice that they've put a, a little hanger hook on the side of the side pod there. Um, Behind yeah, the halo. These, yeah, the little S channeling. Side fin, they call it. It's uh, what's yeah. crazy calling it. I think, I think it's quite cool. I think um, it's interesting, isn't it? It's obviously where they've seen a very small gap in the uh, aerotechnical rule saying where you can and can't have bodywork. And they've seen that and gone, ooh channel vein <laughs> yeah and that's exactly what that is really isn't that that's to try and generate a vortex towards the rear wing yes where that is that's quite high up to be generating anything else uh, i mean you, maybe, because you've got the front on view here we can sort of see what the air is going to do quite yeah. well because it's got the ducted mirrors which have been around for a while now in f1 uh yeah, obviously that's feeding through down the channel, being corrected by the side fin straight to the rear wing and diffuser. It's pretty simple. Um, Do we think that side fin might be a bit of a bodge? <laughs> no, nah, that's 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 um, that's. Is it a I've, fix or is it an intention? I think it's a taking taking advantage of an opportunity. Okay, I, I don't I don't think it's. I'd like to think that they haven't done it just because they can, but they probably have. <laughs> well, I, yeah, but what I'd really hope is that they haven't... Found a problem and then put that there to fix on, it. Yeah, put piezo tubes on the car or something and then realised, oh, oh God, we're not really getting any, any air towards the rear wing now. Well, as long as they Let's get some downforce, it'll be right. I mean, in theory, they're going to have some because well, they're diffused. But... Their, front, their, front, their front wing is going to give them loads of downforce. It's just a wall. Yeah, true. Um, maybe not uh, downfall so much as just drag. Drag. <laughs> Load of some sort. <laughs> yeah. um, but we'll see. Wow. We'll see. That's alright, as long as the car only goes in a straight line, it'll be alright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be good on the back straight at Kota. At the <laughs> well, no, it'll be really draggy. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, yeah. The top oh, God. As well. Oh, sorry, so Hass have ballsed it up. Good job, Hass. Um, oh, good. Who's next? Mercedes? 
Mm, McLaren. Yes. McLaren. If you want to go right. keep going alphabetically. So, alphabetically ish. Right. Okay. McLaren. Worst color, worst color scheme of the year. Uh, mm, yeah. I mean, speaking as a McLaren fan, <laughs> it, I don't think it's as good as last year's by any stretch. It's not even as good as the Golf one last year. The Golf one was um, great. I actually quite like the IndyCar one, which is similar but not the same. Yep. And I prefer that, I think. Um, the colours are fine. It's just where they're located and there's so much black on it. Um, but what if... I did notice as well, I saw some on board the other day because hmm. um, I think they did their media day yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, and I saw an on board lap with Lando driving it. And a lot of the black on this is actually bare carbon. Good. Which has then just had wrap on it, which actually does look quite cool. We like we like carbon fibre. We certainly do. You got carbon fibre crash out, haven't you, Sam? I do, yes. I don't think I own anything carbon fibre. I'm sure oh, I do, but I just, I just don't remember what it is. You've got to get some. Well, I'll send you some of the punch. <laughs> some carbon fibre. Well, at least it won't, won't weigh much. No, exactly. You'll be nice and, and cheap. I just say so the most interesting part about McLaren is their front wing. Looking at it straight yeah. on, where you can see the. Uh, the uh, right at the edges. I can't. I can't think what the. Um, he's calling it the unloaded outboards, um, pointing basically where all the elements are sort of uh, rounding off, and probably creating a lot of vortices. Yeah. So uh, with the the end plates for this year are kind of part of the wing, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Rather than being sort of stuck on Bolted the ends. On, yeah. um, and because of that, what McLaren, it would appear, have done is they have a little trailing edge of each of the elements going into the bottom of the end plate. Um, similar, you know what it actually reminds me of looking at it there? You know um, the Glickenhaus hypercar? Yep. Behind their rear wheels, they have all the venting there, and it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Yes. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. That's... But obviously, a completely different position and intention, but... It does sort of look a bit like that, um, where there's, you can see the gaps between it, and I think you're right, Sean, there's going to be many vortices coming off of that. Um, also, a lot of the teams as well, you can kind of see them on this image, a lot of the teams have got this little gurney on the outside of the end plate, mm -hmm. um, just to try and generate a little bit more load as much as they can. That's probably corrective as well. Yeah, um, I would imagine a certain amount of that is probably to try and help minimise wake around the wheel as mm -hmm. well. Um, apart from the awful car scheme, I think the McLaren's quite a tidy car. That's, I think it certainly looks it. Um, I've seen a few sort of side-on images, and it's very, very small, but quite long side pods. Um, it's well-proportioned. It looks good, but I think. But being... Uh, I've got to remember who I am. I think it's a lovely car. Let's move on. <laughs> Horrible colour scheme. Please change it. Um, who's next? next? Mercedes. Mercedes. Eh? So. Now, just to, you know, it's, it's nice to see that Mercedes are taking to heart um, the fact that the Hamilton finished second last year and they've gone for silver. Oh, that joke. <laughs> it's funny. Is it? Yes. <laughs> Um, right, another right. Okay, let's let's be very blunt about this car. It's solid. It's gonna be quick. Let's face it's, it. It, it looks nice. It looks great. Um, it's well proportioned. It's tidy. Very unfussy. Yeah, there's Compa nothing apart from the floor. I tell you what, I would say. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's very clean and methodical almost is probably the right kind of word mm -hmm. however the floor is very interesting isn't it now they was it last year or the, or the year before when mercedes had this sort of wrinkled up floor that they they've they tried i think it was the year before because they had to scale everything back for last year didn't okay they? it was one of the two but either way this they've brought it to this car hmm it must make a difference or they wouldn't be putting it on the car well, that, that's true. And I was trying to figure out exactly what it's actually doing. So I'm trying to... I'm not 100% sure if it's channeling air out or if it's tidying air up or if it's trying to pull more air in or what it is. But it, it looks a bit odd, but it must be doing a job. So you look at it and you think it must just be called in turbulence, but it can't be. It must be useful turbulence. Though. Well, like but to where? 
Well, this is the thing. I don't. This is what I don't understand, because we don't know obviously what is he directly behind the wrinkles. So I don't know if it is pulling air in or if it's just trying to tidy air up that's coming out. Even the problem is, you would have thought that having that sort of shape would create so much disturbance that you, and you have so little floor area to tidy up the air afterwards. Why would you not just take the tidy air in the first place? Well, that's this is true. Yeah, this is very. Cool. It's very, it's very odd. It, they must, well, obviously, the Mercedes engineers are better at design than I am, but it's very, <laughs> very. You sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm good at design, but I'm, I don't understand the way you floor. No, I don't necessarily. I think it's going to be an interesting thing, and I don't know how long it'll even be on. It, for all we know, to be, to be totally honest, it could be a red herring. Could be. They could have put it on there to confuse everybody. Well, they've done that. <laughs> um, yeah. Did they run it all of last year, or did they only run it at the start? Let's find out. Um, I don't think I saw it on What was last year's year. car? W12? Um, 12, it would have been last year. Mercredes. I say, how you press the bell it? More or less. While you're looking at that, I'm just going to talk about the livery a little bit. Go for so it. I think this, this it's way better. Almost, it's way, way better. I much prefer the silver. I always did. The black livery did grow on me a little bit. Nope. But I do think if it's a silver, if it's a Mercedes racing car, it should be silver. Really, let's face it. Are they, are they um, called the black arrows? They're not. They're called the silver arrows. There you um, go. And okay. the Patronus colour, the Patronus green, is slightly different now. Yep. And I think it definitely stands out more. It pops more. Um, it almost reminds me of the first, the W1 or whatever it is. W01. It's that similar kind of livery, but with the obviously with the Ineos red on it now. Mm -hmm. I mean, they had the Ineos red on the airbox last year, but um, on the airbox they did, yeah. No, I think it's it's just so much nicer. Smart looking car. And they actually they've actually like picked a font for the numbers so it fits the car. Yeah. Yeah, so, you can actually read the numbers. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose it was quite difficult. I mean, when you have 44 and 77, it's quite easy to sort of um, compress those into each other. 63 yeah. doesn't really work. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, um, I think it's going to be a quick car, let's face it. I don't think there's anything on there that's going to be... No, the see, I'm looking at the, the Mercedes from Abu Dhabi, and it's not... It's not really there. They've really just got little winglets and sprouts on the bottom um, of, yeah, the, there is a of, few of the floor. Of those, there is a few of those on the shake down yeah, car. Most of it is um, most of it's going uh, not going to what's um, turning vanes or stuff. It's it's not a. Yeah. They had the wavy floor in Austria, but it's, it's, it wasn't something that stayed. So mm. I don't know. I don't know why it's there. I don't know what it does. We'll have to keep an eye on that one, I think. So if uh, if, if uh, any F1 designers are in the comments, please tell me. Um, <laughs> um, please do. Yeah. I don't think there's much more to say. You're, I think, yeah, it's a better, it's a good-looking car. It's probably going to be a fast car. There's it just looks tidy, doesn't it? It all just looks well, yeah. well thought out. The only thing you'd worry about is if it's not adventurous enough, but we've said that Maybe. before with a couple of Mercedes cars, and they've been like a second or that faster, so yeah, who knows? Uh, who is left? Williams, um, Red Bull. Williams, I think, uh, and Red Bull. Yeah. So let's talk so about the Red let's Red talk about the Red Bull. Um, it's not real. It's, really it's not. It's not a real car. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, so Red Bull did us all dirty, really, didn't they? Hmm. And said, "Yeah, our new RB18 is coming out," and then they unveiled a show car, which yeah. isn't RB18. Um, but uh, but it's nice to see a number one back on the car. Uh, yeah, I do agree with that. I like the fact that we've got the number one. Um, and I, I think it's good that champions are and people are excited and they want to show that they are the number one driver. I think that's quite cool. And mm. actually, weirdly, the last driver to run... Sebastian Vettel. ...was Vettel in a Red Bull, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they've the previous two cars to run a number one have been Red Bull. Do you want to run uh, through uh, Craig's notes? They're quite funny. It shows, how, how, it shows how not a real car it is. Yeah, I think everyone was a bit annoyed about this, including Craig, Craig Scarborough, because he's got his... Uh, <laughs> he's not held back with the annotations, should I say that. Um, all, the, so, all the thickness of the lines, either. That's obviously how angry he was with his pen. Yeah, he just was going for it, wasn't he? So it's a hollow nose, two parts glued together. There's no brakes on the car. The aero has been made to the outdated regulations that were updated fairly recently. 
Um, solid suspension with no springs or dampers. That's uh, that's going to get that's going to be a really rubbish ride quality. It's not going to handle well, is it? Luck um, luckily, I don't think Max or Sergio have fillings, so they no, might. So hopefully they'll be fine. Um, steel suspension arms, though, with carbon covers. I mean, that's quite heavy. <sighs> it is, um, but it is quite low down weight, so you might be all right. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Although on a Formula One car, the <laughs> suspension is most of the car. I don't know. McLaren ran an aluminium diffuser um, many years ago for a few races. Yeah. <laughs> maybe then uh, single skin carbon tub that's an interesting one very lightweight clearly very lightweight <laughs> maybe uh, I don't know how they've managed to pass the, the, the safety crash test tell maybe. me Sam single skin carbon fibre it's about as strong as paper I think last I checked isn't it yeah generally yeah, generally, yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe once it's hardened I mean just for some perspective my, my crash helmet which is for car use to be fair but not single seaters um, is Two layer. Oh, okay. So so very yeah, heavy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> question on it is more solid. Okay. Uh, so if you decide uh, to head up the red ball, you'll cause major damage. I'll I'll win that fight. Okay, yeah. cool. Gotcha. Um, the gearbox is interesting. <laughs> it's um, MIG welded to the engine. <laughs> I like these annotations, great. Good. Um, and obviously the non non spec wheels as well. Yeah. Which. Which do you think that do you the biggest, one of the biggest giveaways, really? Do you think they might get caught up in that in Australia? In Australia, where they are, Bahrain. Bahrain. I think you could be right. I think you could be right, mate. I mean, there is, there is a photo circulating of the real car. Okay. Um, but it's just it's such a bad photo that no one can really tell. They should have really. They should. I mean, they've obviously taken the piss a bit with this car. They should have done more. They should have put like some actual wings on a car. Or um, shank tracks, that'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, just do something really, really stupid. Mm. Um, or just not unveil a car at all. Or that would have been interesting, wouldn't it? That'd have been funny, yeah. Or have like um, have the car like in SUV form, like raised out two foot off the ground. <laughs> yeah, or weirdly, they could have just unveiled the Alpha Tauri. That would be interesting. Yeah, that'd have been, that'd been funny. Um, a surprise. Or, um, oh, no, what if they put like Jaguar uh, branding on there? Say, oh, we've gone back. We've got yeah, no, we got we got nothing more to win. We're going back to Jaguar or Stuart. Yeah, British Racing Green to <laughs> annoy Aston. Yeah. Oh god, that'd be funny. Jaguar, please make that happen. <laughs> I think I saw it on Reddit, but now I cannot find it anywhere. Okay. So I don't know if it's been disappeared or if it was an actual photo. Let's talk hypothetical. Red Bull um, either hit the ground running or they don't. Shall we flip, yeah, the, shall we flip a coin? <laughs> this is the problem, isn't it? Um, I mean, I, I think I've also read somewhere that Red Bull were, to all intents and purposes, the last to finish developing hmm. on last year's car. So, because they were pushing so hard for the title, obviously, completely understandably, I don't disagree with that. But it does mean that, presumably, other teams have had a little bit more engineering power behind each of the cars well ferrari gave up about a race in didn't they last year uh, yeah i mean well Bonotto said about two years ago they were nice <laughs> um so um, did so did john elkin the ceo of ferrari said <laughs> we're not going to win anything yeah. until 2022 <laughs> i think i think it was 2018 he said that <laughs> yeah but yeah it's um, um i think the red bull should be fine but we'll have to see until the actual car gets on track this is it. We won't really know, will we? Let's face it. Uh, um, let's go to the last but not least car. Hopefully, well, the, I don't know. They've got they've got two very bad drivers. Um, Williams. <laughs> Williams. Uh, now I actually don't mind this car. I think it looks quite good. Um, it's a nice car, but uh, it's got some ugly. It's got some ugly in it as well. There's a few odd bits. Yeah. Uh, granted. In in the in, I've said this a few times now. In the images they've shown, where the it's uh, obviously at Silverstone in the wet, they've obviously had to open the aperture of the camera lens. It looks a bit purple, and that makes it look like a SimTech. Yes, and I've said it several times already. Sean, you're incorrect. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I just really hope they have a good season. Um, I do like Williams, so I'm really hoping they do. If um, Williams sort of stay, stay where they were, maybe push a little bit close to the midfield and Haas join them as well, 
along with Alpha Tauri, Alpha Sauber Romeo, who I don't think are going to do very well this year. Um, maybe Alpine if they get dragged into that fight. That could be pretty, pretty horrible to drive in the midfield. Mm, it could be very interesting, couldn't it? It's going to be pretty frantic at times. Um, I think it looks a pretty good car, though. They, they've they've been adventurous. I'll give them that. I think they've been they've been fairly adventurous, but it's in some places, and then other places, fairly sort of safe, safe hmm. as well. By the airbox. Um, the airbox is very sort of what we were expecting. It's actually quite similar to Alpine hmm. um, from last year with that centre line um, down it, and then it's very small, very very small side pods and early start to the sort of neck of the coke bottle if you will yep um which it's, is it's, fine there's no drag then which car did we say earlier has it sort of the type was going straight down quickly is it the out i think it was the alpine wasn't it the alpine yeah where it sort of sinks down to hmm. the floor um I, this looks smoother than that but it's difficult to say but it's more aggressive as well they've got a huge gap between the um engine cover and the wheels where they've got yeah. all the all the air to come through to the diffuser and the floor and that yeah, I don't know. Um, interestingly, only only one mounting beam on the rear wing as well. A lot of the other teams have got. It's quite it's quite thick though. Them. It's quite thick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but this, if they've managed it and it works, then great. Um, it could also be wobbly. Yeah, this is the only thing I'm concerned about. Maybe is that the the other teams seem to have more structure in that sort of. I mean, this is going back to 2006 days when they were questioning whether one or two, um, back then it was swan neck designs were, or not having any at all because you you would just have all your um, load from the rear wing down the end plates. But yeah, it's interesting. So yeah, that's that's the grid. It's very it's very different, which is nice to see. Um, do, right, first question first. Do we think there's going to be a, run, a runaway one or two teams this year? I really hope not, but potentially, yes. I think there's a lot of scope for people to get it wrong. I think you're right. This this is a massive, massive change in the rules. It's not as big as 2009. Um, no, granted, but at the same time, I think it is in different ways, potentially. Uh, purely because of the way that we've gone from big top surface aero loads to very very little top surface aero loads a bit like 2009 mm -hmm. but in this case a lot more under floor and I think although we've not got the double diffusers and the blown diffusers and the triple diffusers from Toyota one, and Williams yeah um, <laughs> the diffusers just massive instead yeah. So I think it's an interesting change, and I think I don't know how much. Well, clearly there's variation because we've seen variation already. Hmm. So I think you're right. Some teams may get it really, really right. Other teams could get it very, very wrong. Um, but I hope it just makes the racing closer generally. Yeah, I agree. Um, Last question: think... Do we have an order? Can we, can we make an order? Shall we start? From the back, the back to the front. The front. Let's yeah. do that. So I think probably Alfa Romeo. I agree. Then Haas. Yes. Then probably Williams. I think it's between them and Alfa Tauri. Yeah. I I, think I'm, I'm not impressed with Alfa Tauri's car from what they've shown. No, granted. Um... I'd like to think Williams will be higher, but I just don't know if they will have pulled it off. Then I think it's Williams. So that's sixth, I think. Yeah, which would be pretty good. That would be a good result for them. If they can beat those three teams, that's not bad. Mm -hmm. um, seventh, then. So after that, or ahead of them, Alpine. Yep. Then I think maybe Ferrari, if they don't get it spot on. I think Ferrari hmm. is going to be... I want to say McLaren. Yeah. You see, I think Ferrari will either be first, second, or fourth. I don't think they'll be third. <sighs> yeah, I think you're right. Um, I want to say McLaren, just because I hate, hate delivery. 
<laughs> that's the only reason. Yeah. Um, See, I'm speaking as a McLaren fan. I think they're going to win the constructors. <laughs> speaking as as a podcast host and someone that's trying to be as impartial as you can, I think they may maybe be third or fourth. Okay, so that gives us four left. Mm, no. Two. No. I haven't put all my things yet, so I've got McLaren. Okay. So then, third? Third, fourth. I think McLaren will be fifth. Oh, really? Well, okay. Um, I thought he's been Alpine. No. Well, I, I, might, have, I might, have, might have said that, but it was wrong. Um, <laughs> fourth. No. Third. Yeah, fourth. It is fourth, yeah. Fourth. Yeah. Red Bull. Ooh. That's a big call. I think they can get it. They might get it wrong. They they have they have a tendency for not for either doing it really really well or really 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 bad. And 2014 was really really bad. Yeah. That's yeah. the last big rule change. No, that's true. That's a fair point. Um. Third, right? So now let's go top three. You right, first. So my Who's third? Who's third? Red. You think Red Bull third? Yep. Aston Martin. Oh, I'd have forgotten Aston Martin. I'd actually completely forgotten Aston Martin was there. I think, <laughs> yeah, I do think Red Bull fourth then. Aston Martin third. Okay. Second? Ferrari. Ferrari. And then Merck. No, I'll change my mind. Merck can go second. <laughs> Ferrari first. <laughs> so best I can get. I think it's the most adventurous car. It's going to do, it's it's gonna do well. Definitely the most adventurous. It's just... This is what I get though. I think it's it's either going to work brilliantly or it's just going to not work. Yeah, I think. It... And I hope I hope for the sport it works. But if it doesn't, Ferrari are going to be nowhere again. Yeah. And I really hope that's not the case. But I think it could happen. That's why I put five pounds on Charles Leclerc. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven to one. Maybe that's, I'll, uh, that's not even good odds. Five pound fifty-five on Charlie Signs. Well, he's twenty to one, so you actually get decent odds for that. It's not bad, I'll do that then. Right, that's going to do it for this episode of the uh, Stevio Chronicles. Um, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Um, thank you. Thank you to Sam for joining me. And uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, Reddit. I forgot to put it on the website, yep. but I will do it. Um, and anywhere else, Sam? No, I think that's about it, really. Cool. Um, we'll do another one of these after testing, I think, before the first race, yeah. if we get time. Yeah, we will. Just to sort of sum up how, where we're at now. We'll, we'll say how far Ferrari in front. <laughs> or how far behind. Which <laughs> um, you imagine, Jesus. They, all, they always sandbag in testing. Well, everybody does that, don't they? Mm. Apart from Braun. Um, <laughs> apart from Braun, who were just surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thank but, you, Russell. No, I think, yeah, that's all good. Here that's all. Take care, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>